You got someone in your family making a mess of things. There's someone you love that is just driving you crazy because they're spiraling out of control and you don't have any way to help them. Ugh. I don't think there's anything that leaves you feeling more helpless than to watch someone you love struggle. You know, and the focus is always on the struggler the person who has the issue you know it's like you know look at me and you're always running around trying to figure out ways to motivate them and to lift them up and to get them to move let's just face it we're not talking about a lack of value because you you hold value regardless of where you are physically and what condition your life is in this is about just saying hey come on dude pick it up right what do you suppose the magic pill is for this? How do we as a survivor, because that's what I am, I'm a survivor, right? You watch people that you have connection to destroy themselves or otherwise separate themselves from your life, right? And you're going, ah, why can't I get this? You know, the, the bad news is we can't change other people. We can do everything we want in our own life, but we can't actually change other people. But the good news is we can change how that action impacts us. I talk about how we can you can take all that that negative energy and you can put it in its place and while you may acknowledge it exists you it doesn't derail you it doesn't stop you from moving forward with your life You know, I can't even count the number of times I've been on the, the receiving end of someone else's bad choices. And, you know, it's it's different when it's someone you don't know. I mean, you can look at an earthquake in another country and you can feel empathy, but you don't feel it within yourself. But, you know, I can't even count the number of times I've been in that position where I've been the helpless one watching someone destroy their life and not be able to do anything about it. And we all know how that feels, right? It's just this emptiness inside you. The first thing we have to understand is that the person that is creating that energy where you have that point of concern and they become the center of the universe for you is that they probably don't even realize how you feel. They can, they can empathize with it somewhat. Maybe they, they feel a little guilt about making you feel bad. But they don't know what it's like to be a father and thinking, ah, oh, just come on. You're so much, you can do so much more than this, right? And you're just pulling your hair out. They don't, uh, people who are involved in that, that are involved in destructive behaviors, they don't, they're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about the impact on their kids. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's Saturday, Saturday night at the fights, you shut the bedroom door and then all hell breaks loose, right? It's your own little MMA gym where you get to just slam each other around emotionally, maybe even physically. Guess what? You can't change that. They have to change that. But what you can do is you can wake up every day and you can change how that impacts your life. You don't. I don't have to feel bad because the person I love has a better idea for their life than I do and because of it their life is in the crapper right that's the that's the scenario well yeah yeah I know what you're talking about yeah yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I've been cutting back on the drinking you know? yeah yeah well, no no I know I know I'm supposed to yeah okay but did I tell you right Want to silence that struggle you have inside you? Let's go ahead and talk about how you can escape it. How you as the person that's standing there watching themselves destruct can actually say, 
I'm not going to be the one who gets hurt. I remember when I was I was a kid, I had a rough childhood. And when I was a kid, I would isolate. And what I mean by that is I had a lot of chaos in my life from about 1969. For a few years there, it got pretty rough. What I'd do is I would go off by myself and I would submerge myself in my own thoughts and in my own existence. And what that did was that eased the pain that comes from worrying about your, your mom and your new stepdad and the th- craziness that goes on there, right? And it works pretty good for me as a kid. It did. It really kept me out of the, out of the limelight, kept me focused on me. And the other thing it did was it allowed me to be so self-consumed that amid all this chaos when I'm hearing the when the doors are slamming and they're screaming and there's just the craziness that comes with that that kind of a life. I talk a lot about about self-thought, about pondering who you are and where you are and the question why. When you think about what you need to do in a situation where you've got a family member, a friend who is just self-destructing and it's just tearing you up inside, is you isolate. The point is, here's the reality. You are where you are, and while they're struggling, that struggle does not have to push in on you. You don't have to feel that burden. And what's amazing about that is that you can still have the empathy, and you can still want to reach out, and you can still have those conversations. But the burden that's relieved off of us is the obligation to fix it, the desire to put all of our resources into fixing it. I always come back to me. What about me? I've lost some time in my life worrying about kids. I still do on occasion, worrying about things going on in my life, the people I love, hoping that everything goes perfect with them, because that's what we all want. But the tough lesson that I've also learned is sometimes you just got to sit back and let them fall. Got to sit back and say, you know, I love you, baby, but you can't do it that way. You're headed for a crash, and I'm not going down with you. I got life to live. I've got a lot of things to do, not because this is a matter of me not loving you, but how do you get there? That's the tough part, and and that comes with change. That's a that's a mindset thing. And what's what's really ironic about that whole idea is that the same tool you need to use to escape the hurt and the pain that comes from loving someone who's struggling. That's the same tool that person who's struggling needs to be able to use to step out of that struggle. No way, right? It can't be that easy, can it? All right, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, go ahead and reach for it. Go ahead and grab for it. Go ahead and get that thing, that superpower. You know what I'm talking about. If if you've tuned in, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the power to choose. I choose not to feel the pain of the struggle of the person that I love. I choose to. I have to. Because what does that do for me? That takes me off my tracks. That takes me out of my lane as I use resources to ponder how I can fix this thing. If I haven't learned anything in the course of my life, what I do know is this. I can only change me. If I want my life to get better, I can change who I am to make my life better. If I want a better relationship, I can change the things I do to make my life better. You know what I can't do? You know what you can't do? You can't change 
another person. That's up to them. But guess what? You can change you. You can say, hey, you know, I'm really tired of you showing up in my life and, and making me feel such anxiety. So could you stop doing that? Well, that'd be, that's crazy, right? And you got some person in your life that you love, and they keep coming over. And every time they come over, you get all crunched up. You want to you retreat, but you want to help them. You just feel like you're in this turmoil. We've already established that you can't uh, you can't change anybody else. We know that we've already we've already clearly established that. But what you can do is you can change that exposure that you have to that. You can say, "Hey, listen, when you come over here, do me a favor, just a little favor here. Don't don't yell at me. Do me a little favor here. When you come over here, don't bring don't bring alcohol. Let's just have sodas. Let's have seltzers or whatever you got going on, right? But let's just not do that." Hey, when you come over here, could you not could you not hit on me if you're going to hang out with me and drink whiskey? Could you not be mean to me? That would be a good that would be a good rule. And what happens when you remove things out of your life that you don't truly enjoy? It gets better. You wake up excited. You have a reason to smile. Where how do you get there though? That's where the that's where the wall hits. And this is where, regardless of which side of the coin you're on, whether you're the person that's always almost one step away from complete disaster you're the person that's worrying for them and 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 pining over them and trying to help them and and getting your ass chewed because um they don't want to hear you let me make this simple for you there are only two choices in life or two directions you want your choices to take you they come down to better or worse if the choice you make improves the quality of your life the quality of your existence let's say for instance you make the decision not to drink anymore and because of that a lot of the conflict that you're having in your life suddenly just disappears no what yeah the conflict in your life just suddenly disappears well we all know or we should know that conflict with uh, when we remove conflict from our lives our lives get better on the other hand let's talk about the other choice and that is things or choices that make your life worse examples of that include freedom if you make a decision that all of a sudden limits your ability to choose other things to do to make changes in direction that's a negative impact on your life or if your interactions with the people around you suck they just there's just this energy that's it's that that warrior situation where there's always that underlying bull crap right someone's doing something wrong to somebody someone's making somebody feel a certain way now this is where it gets easy because when you disconnect yourself from the person and you just connect yourself into the good or bad of the equation you can you can change almost anything you want about your life you got that that family member who keeps calling you or texting you in the middle of the night drunk because she or he's fighting with their with their partner again. It's like the 800th time in the last year and a half, right? You know, you want to make your life better or worse. From the standpoint of better or worse, not from the fact that it might be someone you love, what could you do to make your life better? You could probably tell them, hey, listen, because you won't take my advice and you won't listen to what I have to say and you're not executing any positive change in your life, my life gets better when you don't tell me about your bullshit anymore. We don't blow up my phone in the middle of the night so you disrupt my life along with your life. 
No way. Really that easy. Here's where this thing kind of gets crazy because you, let's think about that, that alcoholic, that person who drinks too much and is disrupting your life. If you apply the same concept, better or worse, to that role, let's say that they had this epiphany and all of a sudden they're ready to change their life. How would they do that? How would they find that path to make their life better? Better or worse? What thing could they do to make their life better? I don't know if I'm, I'm I'm just reaching out on a limb here, grabbing something out of the air. But, you know, I think maybe if you just stop drinking, would that work? I don't know. We've never tried it. Better or worse? The only way we can affect change in our life and make our experience better is to choose things that make it better. In order for us to do that, guess who we have to spend time with? We've got to spend time with us. We've got to spend time asking ourselves questions about, like, simple questions like, God, why do I feel so bad? Why do I want to cry? you got to believe me. If I could do this for you, if I could say, hey, dude, oh, you want a better life? You want to know how to execute what I'm talking about? Bam. There you are. I can't. You got to put the work in. You got to say, okay, better or worse, when I yell at my partner, how does that make my life? Worse. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I should stop doing that. Better or worse, every time I go out on the weekend, I end up spending $300 on clothes. I've got more clothes than anything else. And my husband's mad at me. We're in debt. We can't seem to get ahead. Better or worse? I learned a valuable lesson this week. I learned that there is the need for me to stay in my lane. And when I invite information in or people in or situations into my life that I become engaged in, I have to make sure that I control that, that I don't allow that to control me. It's hard to watch someone you love deteriorate. It's hard to watch someone you love fall down, get up, fall down, get up, fall down, get up. But what's even more difficult to watch is watch someone you love go through that about someone they don't have any control over. They can't change. It sucks. I know that. Ticket here is if you want to go, if you want to live your best life, if you want to wake up every day and not lose that spark, because that's that's really what it is. We tend to, we get so overwhelmed by what we want and by external pressure that it almost feels natural for us to be be squashed by the world around us. It's, oh, what's the matter? Oh, I'm worried about her. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, I'm worried about money. Oh. You do realize that even if all that exists, you can still feel great about your life. And more than that, there's no reason you shouldn't be looking up at the good things. Why? Because it feels good. It feels good. I don't know about you, but there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing more inspiring than sitting on a beach watching the sun go down. In fact, let me just broaden that out a little bit. There's nothing more inspiring than watching the sun go down, watching the sun come up. 
when my dad died in 2011, my world got really small. It did. It got really small. I couldn't see. I couldn't see two feet in front of me. There was nothing in my existence. But as sad as it was, I, I learned something really amazing about myself and about life. And that is, you know, life's going to do what it's going to do. Our focus isn't on what we can't control. I can't change the fact that California's getting seven feet of snow. But I can take full control over the impact it has on my life. I mean, I can say, okay, if you're in it, you have to fight for it. If you're in it, the focus is on you, on getting where you want to be. If you want to avoid it, better or worse. It's hard to watch someone you love go through hell, call you, text you, display to you that their life is in chaos, that they're standing alone and they don't seem to be able to pull themselves out of it. But you can't change them. You're not in control of them. You're in control of you. Don't feel hurt. Don't feel sad. Don't look at the world in less of a light because someone you love can't make the right choices. Embrace what you have around you and grab a hold of it. Grab a hold of that energy that says, you know what, we'll get this, but I'm not diminishing the quality of my life because of it. If it were any other way, I promise I would tell you. It's all about figuring out who gets hurt. Is this a fix-all, beat-all for everything you'll face in your life? Absolutely not. I don't care what kind of light I shine on it. The day that I have to say goodbye to my wife, I don't know how to do that, right? I just don't know how to do that. And and there's no there's no place you can go to remove yourself from that type of a situation. So what do you do? You just grab a hold and you you stay on for the ride, right? You just see where it takes you and you stay strong. But there are so many things in our life that that we do have full control over. We have the ability to change and make them make them better. If you're tired of waking up with the weight of the world on your shoulders, feeling like no matter how hard you work or how hard you try, you can't seem to get ahead. It's not because you don't have the potential. It's not because it's not possible. It's because you haven't defined it. You haven't said, okay, where are we going with this? Where am I going with this? Better or worse? Does the argument at night with your husband make your life better or worse? Does the wine you spend your money on make your budget better or worse? Does the choice to go to bed at 6 o'clock in the evening and sleep until the next morning make your life better or worse? Does the decision not to work out, not to wake up inspired, not to set aside time to do the things you love to do make your life better or worse. Man, you got to believe me. If I could do it for you, I would, but I can't. I'm barely doing it for me. This week was a tough week. Fell into a deep pit. Not my pit, not my doing, but I let something in. I let it in. 
and it's taken me a while to get back to it. You notice I haven't been around in a couple of days. That's me figuring it out, trying to figure out how to explain this to myself. You got to stay in your lane. You got to wake up every day inspired by who you are. It's okay to love. It's okay to have empathy for the world around you, for the people in it. And when it comes down to it, it's it's you. It's you. It falls on you. You don't want to take the pain away, better or worse. Kind of got it into my heart on this one. This is kind of a painful one for me. The, the reality we face is the same for every one of us, and that is life hands us what it hands us. But the saving grace in that is the majority of choices we make in our life are within our control. They're within our full control. Just like that family member, that person you love who can't seem to take any advice, they bring their, their, their struggle into your life, but they can't seem to make any adjustments despite what you do. The only other option we have is to get the hell out of the way of the train. You don't need to get run over by a freight train headed for disaster. You can love them, you can support them, but you don't have to feel the pain with them. You can still wake up and say, you know what, the light is shining on me. I have this amazing opportunity called life. I realize I've said this before, but it's true. If I could snap my fingers and change the world, change everything about your life, I would. This is the best I can do, and I'm hoping it gets better. If it don't, just hang in there. Eventually, just by attrition alone, I promise it will. Hey, listen, I really appreciate you tuning in. If you like what I'm doing, share it. If you like what I'm doing and you feel inspired by it, even if you don't want to share it, send me a message. Let me know that you're listening. Say hi. Say how you doing. Ask me a question. Make a suggestion about a podcast. Huh. Who knows? Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined.